All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. See, si, senor, I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith, Travis Hoig, Brian Shesko. And how many people do you think we got? I think that Dave was here. Well, I think the one of the big giveaways was it's the latest edition. Oh, of the FPL I America podcast. You probably listened to one. Long-time listeners might have uh, picked up on that and and thought immediately, "Hey, wait a second. The latest edition. That's not David Smith. Is yes, it ever? it's a two-man podcast tonight. Uh, David could not be here. This is the first time history. in the history of the yeah. FPL America podcast uh, that it, there is no David Smith. So. We have to hold this down, Travis. I will have to try to. I mean, it might be a while before he comes back, though. I mean, did you hear what happened to his laptop? It- I did hear what happened to his laptop, and all I can say is accidents happen. I mean, it- I I don't I don't know other th- how else to say other than get well soon. Laptop is as filthy as the stuff he's been looking at on there. Is uh, <laughs> it deserved a bath? The bath oh. that it got. I, so. I hope you mean plumbing supplies. Yeah, yeah. That kind of. What did you think I meant? Work dirt. Oh, well, um, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the anger level of the podcast is way down tonight. Um, we but, hope. But the uh, but the information and the uh, the the FPL help should be um, hopefully about the same. More um, stats. More Liverpool. Less everything else. Yeah. Uh, way less Arsenal. Uh, although there's plenty to talk about in the with the North London Derby, and I'm, it's amazing that Dave's not here. I actually put the picture, uh, I I saved it to to a, to what I was working on uh, when Enkedia almost broke Vicario's leg in the North London oh, Derby, yeah. and uh, it was a, a yellow card was sufficient for a, for a near leg break. But he's not here to say anything about that. Which is great. So I'm sure he had nothing to say about I it. I might ask you to make that my profile picture on the uh, FPL America website. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some things that happened in the game week, right? Yeah. Hey, game week six, right? Yes. It was I good. got lost. I thought it was five, but it's fine. It's fine. So we're gonna talk about some stuff. Yeah, we're gonna talk about a few things. I feel like they're pretty important going into game week seven. Uh, Let's just get on with it. Let's talk about game week six. Sounds good. First match, Crystal Palace, zero. Fulham, zero. 
it was there zero to talk about or did you have something that you wanted to speak to just, and and make it not as a no congrats to anyone who had burnt lino in their lineup 14.3 percent selected so it seems like there's a chance that a good percentage of people actually might have started him this week gets you 10 points uh on three saves uh johnston sam johnston had five saves and uh could only only managed to get two uh, two bonus points in the game. No, look, I mean, I didn't watch this match. I did watch the, you know, obviously watch the highlights. And look, I don't like. I think everyone kind of had the same feeling. It was a it was an appropriate result. Two pretty anemic teams. There were some okay chances for both sides. Uh, Fulham's still the sixth. Like I, I feel like they feel like like both sides have a couple of dynamic players, but. Like even with that, they're still two of the worst teams for, for XG. Uh, you know, Fulham's sixth worst in the league for expected goals from open play. Yeah, uh, Palace is is down there near in the same in the same area. Um, I yeah, I can't really say anything about Eze other than it's not a good start for my Eze bet because this was one yeah. of the, this was one of my, one yep. of the matches I was hoping that there would be something in it. Um. But yeah, I mean, he had a couple. He had a couple of chances. He's just as creative as as ever. But yeah, it's just not happening for Crystal Palace. Uh, just seven total shots for them. Only three shots on target. And uh, and oh yeah, and uh, Odson Edward is now injured. He's out at least for Manchester United this weekend. It looks like so. Uh, things are going just great for um, for for my bet. Uh, also, Michael Elise had a setback in his recovery from so his injury, so it's going to be a, even longer. Uh, there's no reinforcements coming anytime soon. Um, just what just what uh, yeah. Dave wanted to hear about uh, as a bet. Yeah, I, I thought about um, before this week. I did think about actually putting my money where my mouth is. I I did consider finding a way of really? making as a one of my transfers in. Um, but I ended up banking a transfer completely, so I I didn't okay. bring in anybody. Um, well, we're going to talk about transfers towards the end here. Um, let's get through this game. You brought up Leno. I wanted to ask you a question about Leno. Go ahead, yeah. He's the top-scoring goalkeeper in FPL right now. Um, I'm not sure what's going on because Fulham is not good. Um, he's gotten three clean sheets already this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, some, some bonus points in there, too. He had three matches with bonus points. Um the, is he relevant? Because it, it feels like he might be. He has a decent run where he's got Chelsea, Sheffield, and then Tottenham, which is you know not awesome. But Chelsea and Sheffield for the next couple of weeks, he he might not be a terrible own. Is that something you would look at or no? Oh, let me rephrase what I said earlier. I should say that for this is the reason why I said congratulations to Leno is to the people who have him is because Fulham is the sixth worst. For expected goals against, yeah. So, and they're fourth worst for expected goals, uh, expected goals conceded from set pieces. So they're they're in the bottom six. Yeah, and you, I mean, it definitely but, bottom five. You know, but, for expected goals against overall. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you're, yeah, you're. I mean, you're riding your luck a little bit. The next two weeks, I mean, they get Chelsea and Sheffield before the international break. Both those matches are at Not home. Terrible. It's not terrible. Uh, obviously, Sheffield's horrible, so you're counting on... I guess you're counting on at least one clean sheet Maybe. in there. And really, yeah, I mean, the way Chelsea's playing, yeah, I don't know why you might might look at two. 
So uh, if you were in the market for a goalkeeper, it's not a bad buy. He's four six right now. He has gone up a little bit. So there are yeah. people on that bandwagon, but interesting. The only other guys, I mean, non. This is Fulham related, also, but. So one of the things that happened, and it seems like this is happening a lot, when we get to Liverpool, we'll talk about Salah. Like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry about this for for weeks, at least until he's back in my team again. Uh, I I was trying to do it before the deadline. I would have had to take a minus eight to do it. Yikes. That's part of the reason why I banked a transfer this week was to, to do be able to do it on a minus four. I'm now priced out of the move that I wanted to make, which was to bring in Neto for uh, Sterling. Salah for Rashford, and then Chilwell uh, down to Botman. And Probably all up. three of the yeah. significant price people in there, the people who were the most obvious price changes, they all changed. So Botman went up, Neto went up, Chilwell dropped. I'm now priced out of Pedro Neto. What I was going to say is, Andreas Pereira, I know, I mean, he was the... Uh, kind of mi- budget option darling you had to for a lot him. of the season yeah. last season uh even whenever he had seemed like it was dropping off he still managed to do something yeah, in a lot of those three weeks. points a match right. pretty much yeah he's only 1.2 percent he's still he's but he is five and a half still and i kind of like it as a cheap midfielder option if you needed one i think if you i mean that was one of the noticeable figures in this match uh at least i think mostly because of the runs he was making the service was just off so andreas i test worthy yeah andreas well i would say i test in this match and then just the numbers like for fulham he took he's taken 17 of fulham's 31 corners so mm. he's over half the set pieces he's going to take right now he's the majority of the indirect free kicks and he and he has taken direct free kicks He's created a, a team high eight chances. It's not a ton, but for somebody like you know, like now, he's somebody that I am thinking about because it's not a horrible option. Like I said, two matches at home, Chelsea and Sheffield in the next two weeks. It's not insane. Uh, there are definitely worse. <laughs> there are worse worse options, but I I just wanted to throw okay. Pereira out there as one of those cheap like midfielder options if you really needed something like that. It's so. about the craziest thing I've heard you say. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. Thank and can I just go on record and say um, your inability to buy Neto is just karma for you not owning him with as much as you whined at how people needed to. Yeah. So Is that where we're going it's, next? It's you. Wolves. It's you. We're going to Wolves and Luton next. I mean, they did play next. Okay, so. yeah, let's talk about it. Luton and Wolves. Luton won. Wolves won. Neto does it again uh, in a segment we like to call. Uh, no, I, like they were down a man. And so the fact that he did it again down a man, yeah, the numbers are exactly, the numbers are horrible. He didn't yeah. do anything except have one moment well, of magic. He, it, I mean, that's, it, and at that's least what, within the context of this match, obviously his stats for the season have been significantly right. noticeable for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I would say it's still, I I think the the numbers for sure for the season like he is give me two seconds and he's getting points right so it's not like he's just harvey barnes in it out there where everything looks good on paper but he's not actually delivering anything he's actually delivering both for wolves and in general and at his price point that's kind of good yeah except for it went up and and you know that's that is the thing you know we've said all along like he's the major like if the goals are going to happen for wolves 
Yeah. It is almost, it's like it a 75% chance it's going to come through Neto. He's created 18 chances for the season, which is second only to Bukayo Saka among midfielders. Four big chances created, which is tied for second, or third actually, uh, Salah and Anthony Gordon uh, has more than him now, uh, thanks to Newcastle's thrashing this weekend. But uh, yeah, but no, one, Neto yeah. is still one of the top creative players, and then, like we saw here, uh, still carries some uh, magic goal threat. Goal scorer for, for Luton. Yeah. Um, yet yet again, uh, Morris has scored. Um, do you want to talk about the, their double game week coming up? Uh, because he's active, or do you want to wait until later? I don't like that Morris forced us to talk about him by doing good. <laughs> Isn't that his job? Like we already talked. Well, no, like we already talked. We talked about it. We mentioned it last week. I mean, everybody's kind of paying attention to it because of the double game week. But like, of course. You know, it's a, a penalty kick. He did hit the bar. So, yeah. you know, the first half he He's hits so the bar. He's so lively. He's all over the place. Yeah. So, have you, let me ask you this. Have you watched any Luton matches? No, no, I had not. And so this was the most Luton I had seen. Um, it's the most Luton I had seen. Uh, they're, they're not great. But, but by golly, are they triers? Yeah. Uh, and they try, try, try all over the pitch. Yeah. And honestly, he's the only one that looks like he could do something. The rest of them are just kind of bruising their way around the pitch. And um, they're they're not bad players, but they're 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 not Premier League caliber players. And I'm not saying Morris is, but he's he definitely looks dangerous. He's definitely lively, and he's in well, the right positions, doing the right things, and he is getting some returns. So moving into a double game week. Honestly, I don't know that there's anybody else in a double game week that's actually worth buying other than him or transferring yeah, I mean, in other than him. I've seen some of the I've seen some of the can't tell if they're joking uh, pundit drafts for uh, like a wild card or a free hit that includes all like uh, we're loaded up on Burnley players. Yeah, and I look right. at it and I'm like, I, you know, okay, fine. I mean, you can do what you want with Burnley. I just you, you see Luton, you see at Everton, you see home Burnley, and yeah, I mean. It's tempting, and this is where, like, the only way I could do it is to ignore Salah, like, not right. do anything about what I was thinking of doing, which was finding any way of getting Salah into my team and just using my two free transfers and making Cameron Archer. But I think <laughs> uh, those matchups alone, and, and again, you got to be careful with matchups because you're easily disappointed, but right, that's a good, that's a, it's almost too good to be true. Yeah, I listen, and this is where I like. I've seen people ask the question. I saw at least one pundit. I'm sorry, I don't have the name. I should have uh, screenshotted or something. But uh, somebody said, uh, 9.2 Hyungmin's son is more yeah. essential than 12.5 Salah." I think that's hmm. a. I understand the argument. I'm sure. not sure, like. I, by price, yeah. I mean, I, it's way easier, and obviously, yeah. people are finding it easier to get to Sun because Sun's your top transfer in for yeah. the game week, and uh, and Salah. You know, we'll talk about it. Salah's the currently sure. only the eighth most transferred in among midfielders, so it's obviously challenging for people who don't have and are not using a wild card to do it. So, yeah, I understand that. I I guess my formation, like, and that's the other question: What formation do you have? The thing that could change it, and this is kind of why, like, the price, like, not not doing before any of the price drops really, yeah. really was annoying. 
Um, next week, the early matchup is Villa and Brighton. I don't like you're not getting Manchester City until the second kickoff on Saturday morning, so probably unlikely to get any sort of uh, any sort of leak. The only thing we know for sure, Jack Grealish is close to being fit. Uh, Bernardo Silva was a one to two week absence that we knew of. Yeah. So, you know, definitely for I mean Manchester City's got midweek stuff going on, so that's the I think that's the thing right now that's kind of like you know. Do you do anything with Julian Alvarez? Like, you know, because in the event that something that there was an indication of any kind that Julian Alvarez was going to get rested next week, then yeah, then if he was, it would be this week would be not necessarily sell, but I'm saying that then sure, yeah, then you need alternatives. You're you're to be prepared to to run five in the midfield or, um, yeah, you you need options. And ultimately, if you run yourself lean with. You know, say a, with a with a uh, Carlton Morris that that does put you in a bad spot. I I will just to just to build on what I was saying about the idea of Sterling and Morris keeping Sterling and running Morris is that ultimately moving from Nico Jackson to Morris, I found myself with some extra money, mm-hmm. so that once Sterling's favorable run um, ends after after what was that game week eight, and he hits. Uh, Arsenal in game week nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the ability then to move to Son from Sterling. Okay. Um, and so, yes. Son's I think not Son, like an immediate, you're not doing it this I, week. You're not trying. Is it the Manchester United? Is it the red matchup against Manchester it's not United? The, it's not the red. I'm just not, I'm just not in a hurry because I think Sterling's matchups are more favorable. Yeah. And while he's not on form, he's playing well. He's know, he's playing I well, know. and ultimately, at some stage, you ha- like like that's my differential. Everyone else is selling. I'm going to keep him. People are going to move to Son, and he's going to have a tougher time against his matchups. Not to say that he's not going to score, but I I just like the idea of Sterling there, um, at least for the next two weeks. Um, and if if next week is terrible, I can move immediately yeah. to to Son if I need to, and and you know give up on the matchup with with Sterling. But all that to say, I I don't think it's crazy. Uh, for the people that that still have Sterling, hoping that his his matchups are going to be good, and I don't think it's crazy that people would yeah. bring in uh, uh, Carlton Morris. I think he, his matchups are fantastic. I was going to say that's not a bad thing. I mean, look, I mean, you could. It's not a bet. I mean, but I think you have to ask yourself, like one and a half. So let's say one and a half goal involvements in those yeah. two matches, which which are, I think, favorable. I think at Everton. I mean, Everton. Yeah, they get a great result for this Morris, week for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I've already lost a Sterling bet um, for goal involvement, so yeah, um, I'm not oh, anxious man. to get into another one. Yeah, but I just think if you look at that and you're like, can he get a goal and an assist? And you just think like, I guess if you think it's over a goal, a, a one and a half goal involvements for the yeah. for the two matches, like, and you have the space. You have the you have the transfer sure. to do it. Why not? I mean, why wouldn't I get rid of Nico Jackson? Why again? Yes, now that's again, that's a great matchups are favorable, right? But he has not been converting on his chances, and he looks like he's not going to. And so I'm cutting bait on that one. Uh, the hilarious account, it's out there now. Of, uh, it's the uh, how big would the goal have to be for the <laughs> yeah. shot to have? Did you see yeah. that? Which yeah, is the, I did. Whatever, whatever account that is. Uh, this this uh, Today's podcast is brought to you by X, uh, formerly Twitter. Uh, <laughs> no, whatever account that was, it was... Doing those that video is go really, find uh, it really hilarious. Tell you. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, 
Because then they give you like the measurements of of yeah. what the comparative uh, the comparative measurements of things. Anyway, point being, uh, yes, Selenico Jackson. How did I, you find that? Were you just Googling comparative measurements? No. That uh, seems a little shady. I, I am 100% certain that is an algorithm-based. Okay, uh, good, good. Uh, good. A for-you type um, mm. uh, uh, suggestion thing. So. All right. You weren't using Dave's computer, were you? Absolutely, absolutely not. Okay, good. Uh, not, not his work computer. All right. Uh, Manchester City, Nottingham Forest. Manchester City 2, Nottingham Forest, nothing. Not surprising, other than that Manchester City didn't score more, I guess. Yeah, not surprising. Uh, Rodri red card, uh, unhelpful, I would think, uh, for what they're yeah. for what they're trying to accomplish this season. I can't imagine that they. Um, I can't. Does that hurt their next their next matchup? He's been so integral towards keeping them ticking over. Yeah. I just I feel like I feel like uh, point A to point B, uh, you know, they build from the back it, with the midfield gone, essentially from from Rodri not being there. Does Holland lack for service coming coming into those those matches with, with where he's banned? I don't know that he I can't imagine he's lacking for service. I just wonder. I mean, I don't I guess is John Stones closer to getting fit. I mean, do they uh, you know, do they. Does uh does Calvin Phillips finally have a yeah, have a role here? I mean, I assume. Well, I guess we'll find out if he's healthy. Yeah. So I I just I think I'm I'm sure there's going to be plenty of accounts that are going to you know like we said Alex uh, Manchester City guy that uh, is a good follow for that kind of information. I'm sure we'll have something to say about it here. Your favorite. Uh, he really is. Um, are you certain it's a he? Uh yeah, I, okay, yes, good. I am. Okay, uh, just, just checking. I would hate for you to choose a unisex name and just yeah. assign a, a male gender to it. He or she? Uh, okay. No, it's definitely. He. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I just. The, you're right. They should have had more this game. Uh, you know, you just have this no-brainer. Like, you know, it's going to be so hard. I think any week for anyone to have the guts to captain anyone other than Holland. We already know that. Yeah. So beyond that, I just I I don't know. It's it's definitely the, not good for them to lose Rodri. We I think we can agree. I don't think it's that. Yeah. I don't think it's th- that big of a statement to say something like that. So so you made the point about Alvarez and that being a potential um, rotation casualty. Um, is are there any other any other considerations or even moves that that you're thinking about at this stage relative to Manchester City or even Nottingham Forest for that matter? I mean, they didn't do much, but. No, I mean, look, we're so dependent on almost every week. Like, like you're, we're already, you're already stuck in Pep Roulette. You know, you're already, you're already wondering what kind of moves, what way he's going to pull the rug out from under you. It happened this week. I mean, the, the, you know, the, yeah. it, it really feels like a, a curse. The most transferred in player every week has blanked yeah. spectacularly. And this was like probably just, I mean, it couldn't have been worse. Like, it could not have gone worse. Uh, I did see at least a couple of accounts suggesting like a lot of the returns that Julian Alvarez has had this season. Foden was involved somewhere nearby. So it's not like didn't always have to be Alvarez that did it. If Dave was here, of course, he'd be screaming about this for fall down Phil. Phil. But yeah, I mean, it's perfect. Like Foden, of course, it was Foden who has the better result here for you between the two guys. Of course, it's Alvarez that's the 
you know, the sacrifice whenever Rodri gets the red card. So, yeah, I mean, it's like it just could not have worked out worse uh, for the 1.2 or 3 million that brought in uh, Julian Alvarez. But I'm saying all of that to say, like, going into the weekend, yeah, I mean, un- unless you get some kind of indication that there's going to be major changes, that they're doing something significant, um, what is there? What is the Manchester City like? How, what is the schedule like? I are they uh, Wolves, Arsenal, Brighton are the next three. But they're at so it's uh, so they are um, they're Wednesday uh, at, they're at Wolves Wednesday they're oh, yeah, EFL yeah, Cup yeah that too. is Newcastle which I I mean that's a that's that's something it's not nothing. <laughs> It's that something. I, I just um, I just feel like it's not a it's not a pushover. You imagine that Eddie Howe's not going to, and he kinda, he doesn't have anybody. He can like, who's he going to rotate in? Well, he kind of well now that it depends on how hurt Harvey Barnes is, but he kind of has the. I mean, he's not going to rotate a ton of people, but that's why I'm just wondering yeah. if Newcastle is like dead serious about that. I mean, the the lineups on Wednesday yeah. will say a lot about the weekend. I think. Well, and Pep doesn't have Cole Palmer Palmer to lean on anymore. So yeah, uh, what it's, is he, and it's Wednesday, it's Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday for City. So it's Newcastle, then yeah. they're at Wolves, and then they're away to uh, Leipzig on on uh, for the second match. Which is also Champions. not a not a pushover match either. That's yeah. one that they will take pretty seriously, I would imagine as well. The good thing is that then they follow that up after Leipzig. It you know, even though and then it's tough. I mean it really it's, is. It's back to back, you know, it's it's Arsenal before the break. Away. International break, they come back to you know with Brighton, you know, with you know, again just a, a three day, you know, three full days between Brighton and the yeah. third, you know, their third Champions League match. So yeah, I'll, there's a lot that can definitely change. I really am. I, I, I can't imagine that they don't take the Newcastle game. Like that, they they want to win all. They want to win everything. They want to win all the. I mean, they did there. last year, didn't they? So, yeah, they pretty much did, and that's why I just. So I, let me ask you this. I mean, ultimately, let's say they are playing a you know everybody all the time. Um, Kyle Walker assists clean sheet this match. He's the fourth most points uh, from a defender this season mm-hmm. so far. Um, is he a, a 5.3? Is he consideration for you at, the, at this at this juncture, or is that too much? I think it's that I think it's that City's defense is just not a consideration for me okay. at all. And I and I think the reason I think most of that is the just like I just don't have the money. Yeah. As soon as I make someone like if I like, okay, so like Gusto could, you know, he's got like, I'm not sure what people are doing with him. I, you know, I assume that it's going to be, you know, I assume he's going to experience even at his low price. I mean, I assume he'll get some transfers out. Yeah. Would I love to turn him? I have the money kind of, but, you know, selling at least one person, I can get the money to have him go up to, you know, to. I just so, I, if I was going to do guess, a city defender, I don't think it would be Kyle Walker. Okay, which kind of goes against I know it kind of goes against what my general feeling of which is why I ask. I mean, ultimately, I'm left thinking left backs, right backs, you know, tri- trippier owners who are in the similar situation to you, who are getting priced out of people they want to move to. Yeah, you know, obviously Botman becomes the the next option if you want to stay with yeah. Newcastle, but Walker might not be a terrible option, giving you, you know. 
1.3 extra to play with at that point. Um, Just wanted to bring it up as we talked about Manchester City. That's not terrible because he's quietly having a decent season. No, and I don't, and I, and I don't know how anyone. I don't like. I don't know how you could look at it. I mean, he's the third most transferred in for defenders. Like, yeah, I I don't. He's he's played ninety minutes every every match. Right. So So, they don't have anybody else to put in. Right. I mean, at this point, not really. I don't hate it. I just right now it's not something that it's not something I would I would consider doing like I I wouldn't do it but I don't hate it I completely get why someone would do that so all right uh, anybody from Nottingham Forest that you want to discuss at all no I mean look you probably Matt have Turner you probably have Matt Turner um, I think that's probably it um, the other I mean look I mean Taiwo is was good. I mean, he had. I mean, I don't think you were counting on anything yeah. from any of them in this match. Um, but no. I mean, look, I, I, I don't love it anyway. He's just not the kind of like to me. It's it's just a little too. I think just a little too boring for me. So uh, they're uh, Brentford, Crystal Palace, Luton, and their next three. Um, two at home. Yeah, and you for, like that? Sure, uh, no, no question. I mean, it, so just throwing that out there. There's, there's options. Obviously, then they, they have a couple of tough ones with Liverpool away, Aston Villa home, West Ham away, um, Brighton home. So it, it's probably not time to buy on Nottingham Forest. All right, so let's move on to uh, speaking of Brentford. Brentford one, Everton three. Of course. What the heck happened to Everton that they just decided all of a sudden they figured it out? Is it just Zorro coming on and scoring goals? <laughs> Calvert Lewin has like, won. You do like Zorro's. Tarkovsky has a, a goal and an assist. You do like Zorro getting the goal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I just feel like this is the most perfect, uh, the most perfect result of the weekend. Uh, of course, Everton's going to smash Brentford. Um, Tarkowski, the game of the season. And Mbwemo is going to do nothing. Just hilarious. Yeah, for sure. Hilarious that, you know, Tarkowski's point total before Saturday was seven. Um, so, of course, he goes for 14 points against Brentford. Um, I think Abdullah Decore is going to do this kind of stuff all year long. I, I tend to agree. I, 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 I toyed with him as a differential for like a hot second. Um, yeah, this week. Uh, and honestly, yeah. look, I mean, f- same thing. Five and a half. I mean, he is one of those guys. If you want right. to think about it, it's it's not insane. He happens to be the he leads the team for shots on target, for chances created, which is so and he's weird. in the box. Like his bo- his touches in the box. It's like he's like eleven p- touches in the box more than the second most of it, and I think it's like Dan Juma that's second right. for Who, Everton. And so, like again, passing the eye test, but doing absolutely nothing with it. Yeah. So no, I don't hate. I don't hate the idea of Decore. Uh Brentford. Just, I mean, I feel like the Embuemo, the Embuemo point, like good encapsulation of it. Game weeks one through four, he was averaging two two and a quarter shots per game. One and a half shots on target per game. He had an XG of almost one, so yeah. it's 0.96. The last two weeks, shots are down to he's you know it's average of two shots a game, uh, just a point you know point five shots on target, and his XG is zero point one zero. Uh, just not 
happening for Brentford. I remember somebody somebody said it. I mean, I know it was it was ahead of the season, so the 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 point was well made. I think just that Embuemo, kind of everyone counting on Embuemo to step in and automatically be the guy to right. fill the goal void. Right. And the point I, th- I I can't remember who did it, but it was just kind of making the point that that's not what Embuemo Embuemo has always been kind of. Robin to someone else's Batman. A hundred percent. Yes. And so the, you it, love it, what you got from him the first four weeks, but yeah, the last two weeks has been, it's been that not was, good. That was all predicated. Everything you've gotten from him has all been predicated upon the fact that they keep getting penalties and he's on penalties. Yeah. So ultimately his returns are not because he's scoring goals from open play. It's because he's, he's on, he's on set pieces. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you, you have to expect that that's going to be inconsistent at, at, at best, right? And so counting on that is is a little difficult. That said, they do have Nottingham Force away, United away, and Burnley at home as their next three. Um, Chelsea away following that. So it's not a terrible set of matchups coming up, but uh, you're going to have to, again, keep relying on penalties with Embuemo. So somebody made, it, made a comment, is he... Is he um, a must-own? I just don't know anymore. I just don't know anymore. I mean, we're, we're talking two weeks now with limited returns. Is is now the time that you start considering an alternative? Or are you holding on? You, you Do you own him, Brian? I do not have okay. a way So, so uh, you're obviously probably not looking at bringing him in, I would imagine, especially based on the talk about Salah. But for those that do own him, hold him or... Send him on, send I mean, him he's a template pick for a reason. You know, away to Nottingham Forest. I think we've tried to make the case a lot of the time that Nottingham Forest away is not. It's has not been great. Yeah, it's a tough place to play. And then really at is. Manchester United, like I don't know. I mean, look, like Manchester United, same thing. Like, uh, I think I agree with you know some of the points that were made during, especially during the broadcast of the last Manchester, you know, Manchester United this past week, like. Are they dysfunctional? Yeah, they've got some definite dysfunction, but they're not it's not necessarily factoring in the way they're playing. They they still like the players are playing well for the most part. So Yeah. Like it I mean, it could it be better? Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's definitely you know, we you said last week, you know, it's uh uh you know, there feels like there's some stalling in the development under Ten Hog, you know, that at least that's the case that's being made, you know, some places, but yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I that feels like such a luxury transfer. I just think if you you know the five week you know zoom out, you know it's Nottingham Forest, Manchester United, Burnley, Chelsea, West Ham. They're not fantastic. Burnley's good on paper so far. Chelsea away, who knows? Chelsea, I mean, for all of their problems, they are still one of the they're one of the top teams right. for expected goals against like they're just i mean they've underperformed in every possible way yeah and they still have been pretty good as far as you know defensively even this week like defensively like it was a complete fluke they even got aston villa the goal that they (laughs) got so and then west ham i mean west ham despite their result against liverpool has been difficult so um anyway yeah i just it's to me like moving moving in buemon just feels like a, a luxury unless like I don't know the temptation. Like if somehow the way your team set up, if can you get to Madison if you don't have him and you're and you have him Buemo? Like yeah, I might be tempted by that kind of a move. But even then, I just I don't know. I just okay. I feel like it would be difficult to make that 
to make that kind of move. Okay, well, you mentioned uh, the dysfunction that is Manchester United. Uh, Burnley 0, Manchester United 1. Bruno Fernandez scores. Um, Johnny Evans almost scores. Uh, he does, but it's chalked off from VAR. Uh, Evans ends up getting the assist for Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, oh, man. Um, I mean, it's an expected result. You expect Manchester United to beat Burnley, but... Um, are you still on any any United assets at this point? I have Rashford, and I am not really sure. Uh, I'm not really sure. Like I said, if I was moving Salah to someone, it's it's Rashford to okay. Salah. Um, yeah, I think that uh, it was one of the Robbies. I think it was Robbie Musto uh, had said it here. You know, in the pre-broadcast, something just seems off about the way he's playing there's something like Rashford just there's some there's just something that's like stopping him there's some he's he's making so many of the right moves up until like the next to last move or the last move so there's just like that one thing like even here like you know Bruno takes four shots Rashford takes three last week we you know we said like Rashford seemed like a decent sure. hold against Burnley because he was so productive last week like he had you know he was the He's just been the most likely. I said, you know, as I again, like I when I wild carded, like prior to my wild card, I had said like if I had to pick one, it would be Bruno. So who do I leave on my wild card? Rashford. It's like my it's the perfect lie that I wanted to tell is that I wanted Bruno more, uh, but I went to Rashford. I, I'm an idiot. Interesting. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what the temptation was for Rashford other than. Um, he's usually he's, so good. He's exciting. That's yeah. it. And Bruno's annoying. Yeah. Everything about him. So I don't know. I, I they get a you know they get a it's one nil against Burnley. Y- you expect more. They grounded out. I, this, this Burnley took twelve shots say. and Manchester United took eleven. And I don't know what to say about that other than it. I mean, I watched a good bit of it. Burnley. It's not like it's not like Burnley was close it's not like it yeah i mean they didn't really threaten terribly so i mean it's just a oh you know i hate to use that term just a workmanlike result for them and it's not not what anyone wants to see but it, it's what happened so um yeah i'm not like i'm not like itching to i'm not necessarily itching to get rid of everybody but like if i had to get rid of like for rashford for sure i'm not making rashford turn into bruno do you know what I mean? I was just getting ready to ask you that. So obviously the you know, that's that's not a terrible move. You're looking at Crystal Palace at home, Brentford at home, Sheffield away, and then the Manchester Derby. But at, right after that, you've got Fulham away, Luton at home, Everton away. Like, there's really only one game in that span of what, seven? Yeah. That's not favorable for United. Yeah, I mean, moving away from Rashford and not going to to Fernandez, is that totally unwise? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just, no, no. There's you're a right. lot of I opportunity, mean, for sure. a yeah. lot of opportunity, and there will be after the Manchester Derby. There's still, you know, the the three three back to back matches, back to back to back matches that are the, that will be good. Yeah, there. I mean, there's some there's some opportunity there. Yeah, I don't hate it. I. I, now that you say it, I should probably at least think about it. 
Stop giving me ideas. I thought you were trying to. Do you want me to fail or not? Um, uh, <laughs> like I, I feel like making you choose Manchester United players is kind of making you fail. Oh, isn't he's it? tempting me with Manchester United <laughs> players. I hadn't considered that. I was ready to <sighs> bail on all of them and buy Salah. Oh, can I? How can I fit Hoyland into my team That's as right. well? No, I did not say that. He actually didn't look terrible. He's just. He's just a touch off too. Um, I, he's getting his. That was one of the them. most noticeable. I think that link up between him and and Rashford will get yeah. when it gets better. I assume it will. It's going it to take off. I I, yeah. I hate to admit it, but when it does, it's going to take off. You're absolutely right on that. Yeah. So, I I'm not I'm not trying to go in any of those directions. Also, they can't. I mean, they can't keep any of their. They can't keep anybody healthy on the on their def- you know the left and right side of their defense. So the fact that they even had, you know, it's Johnny Evans like Lissandra Martinez right. is injured again or it seems like he was he, injured. Oh, he's definitely injured. So you got John, you know, you got Johnny Evans. I mean, that's I uh, you know, I asked that was my first question to League Drew this weekend was just, you know, Johnny Evans and and uh Lindelof just like just like you had on your Manchester United, you know, prediction predicted lineup sheet, right? And he just said Johnny Evans is aging like fine wine. So he was optimistic to his credit. He, he was optimistic well. from pre from was the he time or was the he just lineup tongue in cheek completely. I'm not sure. <laughs> but the point is he was he was not I would say he was not entirely caught dangerous. off guard. Not, not entirely caught off guard by uh by that result. So anyway. Excellent. Nothing wrong with that. Um all right, anybody else on the United front that you want to talk about? Or, I mean, we already got no. through Burnley being Look, I mean, not an option. No, I mean, even for the double game week, are you serious? Is anybody seriously thinking about this? Like, are are you really going to do that? If you're not, if this is, if you are dead ending. Maybe, maybe Bayer, I, I guess. That's what Bayer, I mean. Jordan maybe Bayer. you would think about one, if you're, Free? Would you dare waste a free hit on this double game week? Never no. in a million years. So if you're no, not, like, don't don't think about it. If you're thinking about a free hit or a wild card right now, specifically for the purpose of making making the best of this double game week, stop right now, you dummy. Yeah, you'd it's never. Not a good idea. You'd never do that in a million years, and that's why I just don't. I I don't. Is there a Burnley player that even cracks the top? I don't know. Fifteen. Of transfers in at any position, I'm not it's kidding. Got to be buyer Jordan Buyer. That's been the only one that I would think that would be close. I, I would tend to agree. There's nothing out Charlie there. Charlie Taylor is one oh, of, is well, is inside the top probably. You 20. rode him pretty hard uh, last season, didn't you? Oh yeah, I was way. I was you all. You were about, big on him. I was all about some Charlie Taylor in my my championship FPL. <laughs> uh, no, Charlie Taylor is like top twenty for transfers in for defenders. Like that, I mean, that's a, I mean, that really is. I think that's as good as it gets for for any of these guys. Yeah, uh, not even no one in the top thirty. You have marvelous Nakamba from Luton. That's your thirtieth most transferred in midfielder. Yeah. So it, it's you're just it's not doing not it. worth it. All right, so that brings us to the North London Derby. I am so glad. That Dave is not here to talk about this. One, because it was even spoils. Uh, Arsenal 2, Spurs 2. But also because he would have complained about something that we disagreed with. So, um, I, First of all, look. You know my, like my Tottenham sensitivity is, is high. And Ange Ball is fun. 
And it's making me feel good again about this team, <laughs> just like it's making a lot of people feel good about this team. But look, I don't know what there is to complain about. The only questionable decision of this entire match is the Nketiah leg tackle that if yeah. Vicario doesn't get that his leg really, up off the really ground, his odd. leg is broken. What, like, is, what is going on with that? What's really insane about it is that VAR did review it. Paul O'Keefe, who covers Tottenham, it's a guy who's reliable and a fantastic guy, said yeah. he, he shared that the VAR did check it, and it was something about because it was his off leg, it wasn't the. It was something about what whatever the leg that was sliding in so was weird. S- somehow it, the way they ruled it had something to do with which leg was going where. What difference does it make? I don't know it's how contact with the other player. I, I don't. Uh, the, look, bottom look, line is just look at is, it. Oh my god! You gosh. can see it. For this is the picture I'm showing. Travis. I love how blurry it is. I mean, I love. Is that Bigfoot? You don't need. It doesn't need to be yeah, it's 4K pretty, high it, def to see where Enkedia's foot is but and yeah, where Vicario's leg is. It's not good. I to uh, me, you guys can 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 Google it for yourselves. But yeah, it is not good. You saw Gusto's red, right? Gusto definitely got the ball first, right? I mean, that went yellow to red after a VAR review. Sure, this went to a VAR review and didn't sh- and it, and stayed yellow. It's just consistency, right? I mean, that's what that's what. Wait, where's Scott? He's probably some. He, you think his ears are burning right now? Thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh-huh. just consistency. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. We just want to see consistency, and this is not consistent. So um, that was an odd one for me. Dave would obviously disagree because it's an Arsenal player. Right. Well, I mean, even Graham Lasso during the match said that was his first. That was his comment. Was imagine what this would have been like if that was a Tottenham player yeah. sliding into Rea sure. on the other end. What the what the stadium would have sounded like on the other end of for that. sure. Um, uh, one other, th- uh, just one big thing about it. Just remember Tottenham is a gray matchup and Arsenal is a red matchup according to the fantasy premier league color coded matchup Raider. And that's what it was going into this match. Uh, of course it finishes two, two, um, <laughs> no 14 shots for Tottenham, 13 for Arsenal. Arsenal had six shots on target. Tottenham had five. Spurs had a fifty-three had fifty-three and a half percent possession. So Indeed. I don't like to me. That's opposite of what I would have guessed. That Tottenham controlled the possession. Never, never would have guessed that going into the match. Uh, it's very clear, like that. You know, I get. It. Yeah, Arteta complained about it afterwards. Everyone was moderately dissatisfied with a draw at the end of this. There were good chances uh, yeah. both ways. It was really back and forth. I yeah. really enjoyed it. It was a fantastic game. It was a, it was a great game. It, honestly, it, it was probably the best game that I've watched from a neutral perspective all season. Obviously, I enjoyed the Liverpool-Newcastle match, but um, this one was a good one. Yeah. I, it was really great. So that said, obviously, we talked about um, Nketiah's horror tackle. Well, we said two la- players, one for each side, that probably need to be discussed. Son being one of them. Well, Saka being the other. I was going to say... Even on the lineups, like Raya starts again, again which uh, that's that's one I would want to uh, ask Dave. Like Dave, you know, was really quick to say no to you know, to jumping to him. I mean, I think it's sure looks like Raya's job. I I would tend to agree, and I you know I not that Ramsdale isn't going to make some of the saves that Raya made, but Raya made at least one unbelievable save that said arteta did come out and say they let in two crappy goals 
after the match, well, and that and that ultimately wasn't a direct criticism of 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 Rhea, right? But it sure as hell felt like it. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, look. The giveaway in the second half, Jorginho I mean, is just trash. It's a trash giveaway, but good on good on Madison. Perfect ball and Sun's perfect. Yeah. And Sun is getting and Sun's in form. So this is like, like I don't know what you're. I don't know like, to, like to get, end up getting to these guys. Like, what are you like? Three shots, two on target. Watching the match, like he only had five touches in the box, but yeah. it felt like he could have had a, a he could have had four here. Like he was unbelievable in this game. Uh, I I think yeah I think on a on a different day yeah he he gets more than what he even had and yeah and then Madison like two assists he gets a bonus point you get bonus points from all the people like Saka Saka Sun and Madison saved my week this week like I was below average with Saka Sun and Madison on my team like that's how that's what kind of a week this was this week thanks a lot Newcastle but yeah I just because you, you didn't own Botman. Basically. I did not have one Newcastle defender. I didn't even have Cher. We'll talk about that when we I get didn't there. Didn't even have Fabian. We'll talk Cher. about that when we get there. So, uh, Son uh, again, unnamed pundits say Son is is a a much more necessary own than Salah. I think that, I think the point is at the price. A very uh, he he has the week that we've been waiting for. Yeah, right. Well, Obviously, he's got. Well, a hat I was going to say, look, like. It's it's Sun at nine point two that even with even with multiple price rises, he's still point three away from Marcus Rashford. Yeah. So a Marcus Rashford who is thirty point nine percent selected right now, compared to Sun, who even with all the bo- bo- all the all the people bo- bringing him in, he's yeah. still only seventeen point three. Yeah, it's so, so weird. That is like to me, like that's the I, I can't imagine that that's not like the biggest swing in. He's the ninth most percentage. owned midfield. That's so strange. Yeah, that's not going to stay that way. No, no, I mean obviously not after a couple of good returns because he and, and let's not forget how how poorly he started this season because of positioning. Um, Richarlison ruins everything as usual. Um, <laughs> Richarlison looked looked good again. Even I mean, coming off the bench, he looked good. He's getting that mental help that he needed. So yeah, that's what it is. All right, so uh, Saka comes through with a goal and and a quote assist because yeah, I was of the Romero say, and he goal. could not uh, could not have been luckier to have Christian Romero on the pitch for uh, Bukayo Saka this week. Um, clearly back on penalty kicks though, so that's good. Um, look, I mean, Saka was just awesome. You know, he they, like it's it just the guy they showed up. It's like the the ballers came to ball, and that was that was what happened. Yeah. And three shots was the most anybody got in the match. Saka was the most creative guy in the match, tied second most for the game week of for midfielders. Sure. So Saka did what Saka does, um, and you got a dart celebration from him too. So Saka went off limping. Um, I will note that not, he does not yellow triangle like the darling of Brian Chesco today, um, James Madison, who does have a yellow triangle for his knee. At the end of the match, James Madison was asked about the injury. He re- replied with, I've only I've done six interviews right now. I haven't gotten it checked out yet, but I will. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely felt something. Is that a concern? He is either of he those. He is a confident. Concern? That's another Paulo Keefe uh, share that uh, Madison says he expects to be. 
he expects to be healthy. Uh, Ange kind of played it down. I think that's the other one. Post match comments. He said he said the way he said it specifically was Matters and Sonny weren't a hundred percent going into the game, but okay. they got through it, which suggests that it's nothing serious. Um, Football dot London. Uh, you know they they said that. Um, they said that it seemed to be um, that like I think the word scan was used initially, but I think the expectation was it was it was precautionary. We've been here a few weeks ago with James Madison. Yeah, he left in a boot. Yep, turned into nothing, which is you know whatever. It's annoying, and you don't want you don't like having the mystery of it. But I just until you see something really significant, it, I to me he's still somebody to consider. Um, Brandon Johnson, man. Brandon Johnson, like, A, to get the start in in this match is huge. B, I test. That guy, he takes as many shots in the match as any other guy, as Saka and Son and everybody else. He was getting into great positions most of the game. But, of course, hamstring. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, and, does that matter? And said, uh, felt, he says he, it seems like he felt something... Uh, we're going to assess it, but the reports afterward is that the, the understanding is it's a it was tightness more than it was any kind of serious issue. He's already had fitness, like building up to fitness from yeah. not much po- preseason, and just he, you know, I think it was again, like I hate to say the word precautionary, but that seems to be what it was. It was more didn't want to do anything to make it worse, like was just taken off right away. I'm not saying you're buying him. But holy cow, 5.8. You got a week, right? So yeah. you sit on him for week week seven at home to Liverpool, and then you get away to Luton, home to Fulham, away to Crystal Palace, home to Chelsea, yeah. away to Wolves, and then a couple of you know questionable ones. That, they, they get tougher. Home to Aston Villa, away to City, home to West Ham, home to Newcastle. But still, there's a decent little run in there where... Obviously, you're going to be people are going to be flocking to Tottenham. Did you do a move for you were thinking you were kicking around Kulishevsky? Is that something you'd still think about? I'm not, not after this week. I I will, I I would like to see. Obviously, I'm going to watch the Liverpool game because I have to, but um, there's some some interesting Tottenham players out there. I do think I need Tottenham assets. My my move right now, though, again, it really goes down to trying to find a way to turn Sterling into Son, mm-hmm. which I can do after game week seven if I want to, and even after game week eight if I wanted to because there's still a decent run. But um, right now it's just a matter of do I hang on to, to Sterling for game week eight or do I move directly to Son for Luton? And I think that e- either option is fine given their matchups, but I think Son probably in game week eight is the way to go for me. Yeah. Um, Sar keeps getting getting a lot of minutes. He does. Minutes here. Um, I mean, he's four point six. I mean, we talked about him for sure weeks ago, but that's we had to because he looked really good in back to back weeks, and you know now three in a row where he's done uh, not as much. Um, a one two and a one in his last three matches, but still, again, four point six. You're not doing it because he's uh, lighting the world on fire. You're doing it for the enabling. I'm sure. In the budget for Mo Salah, again though the problem would be if you're making your fourth or your fifth midfielder Sar, uh, if you're running four midfielders, where are you making up the difference? Is it in your front line or in your back line? Right. It seems like 
it would be in your back line. If you hey, can, if you can, if you can yeah. make that a Newcastle player, um, or players, I should say, it's uh, it's not crazy. I don't, I don't, I, I can't make, I can't be mad about it. All right. Uh, ready to move on to Brighton Boardman? Yeah, I guess so. I don't, I don't know. Is there that? I mean, Matomo was benched. You're furious. You're yeah. furious when you see the the lineups. Estupinian starts, which I think was yeah, uh, sure. one of my uh, honestly a strong consideration for me. Something I really thought, like based on what Deserby had said with rotation and stuff like that, he said he was going to rotate a lot. Yeah. And so my first thought was, well, Estupinian's not going to start. Lamptey was just Tariq Lamptey was just unbelievable. Sure. Two games ago, and I I'm looking at it like everybody else did. Lamptey was one of the top transfers in for the game week. He and three yeah, he looked nine, great last week, but this week it was uh, not starting. That was the first bit, problem. It was a little bit tough for him. Yeah, sitting there and watching Purvis Estupion get uh, an assist. But no, like like if you had Matoma, and you're you're starting him, I'm sure. And you're screaming for 45 minutes, and then at for 40, and then 45 minutes and 17 seconds later, you're still screaming you're, just for joy. You're happy, and uh, yeah, he gets a brace, and he finishes with three bonus points, and he had two shots on target, which were both goals. But who cares? It's Kairo Matoma, and he's an amazing player. He's 42 percent selected. I'm just, I'm a little surprised um, after the number of blanks that he had, but whatever. Well, it's I Brighton mean, and they he, rolled. He went 5 12 1 5 2 14. So honestly, he really only had two weeks and they weren't even consecutive. I I bailed on him. Uh, I will admit that. Yeah. Um Hey, you know who I would have rather had than uh, Marcus Rashford this week? Matoma. That's interesting. Um was it because he got more points? So that's a key factor. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on then. But no, like Ferguson, Evan Ferguson, uh, you know, big yeah. huge transfer in, darling. After his nothing, after his hat trick, and he gets a half. No, Solly March again. Uh, Dominic Solanke does it again. He's the forward yeah. Pedro Neto. Um, you're not buying him. He's too expensive. It's six point four. If he was five point four, he'd be one of the top. He'd be probably no more trans. He might be more transferred in than than Carlton Morris, but. He's not. It's six point four, but he keeps getting it. And on a dumb like, that's the one thing with Brighton is that the goalkeeper and the defense they can't. The communication is weird. They keep kind of flubbing their lines here, and they keep yeah. like they started bad. So that's kind of like that's like the Liverpool theme. It's the Brighton theme. They keep doing it, and like the difference was, I think in the end, Bournemouth kind of stinks, and Brighton is actually really good. And so yeah, they just end they up. They found a way. Them. Yeah. Although. It was tighter, longer into the game, I think, than anyone might have expected it to be. I would agree with 3-1 that. 3-1 is a, a bit of a, I don't know. I don't know how fair of a... Uh, Bournemouth's, Bournemouth's lack of depth has um, has caught them out uh, on several occasions already this season. They play people pretty tight through the first half and two-thirds of a game. Um, that final third of the game really struggles. for. They, they really struggle. They run out of juice and... Um, They've they've fallen on their swords um, more than once this season already. All right, Chelsea zero, Aston Villa one. We've already kind of discussed this a little bit. Chelsea's terrible. Aston Villa was fortunate to score the way that they did. 
Nico Jackson is a, a is is obviously someone we've talked about for the vast majority of the the, the opening part of the season. He's it can't be. I, I mean, it can't be. I don't it can't be much worse. It can't be him. much worse for the guy. I mean, honest to goodness, like it's, it's it is the like, this is what sports psychologists are for. I right. you know everybody's gonna everybody's gonna talk about like, you know the the position, the underperforming. Like they you know they really are. They don't look bad. They're just it's it is finishing, and that's the yeah. you know look it's it's as much as I want to rag on. Taiwo Iwani for for basically scoring you know however a goal a week on one shot per week, hey he's doing that he's scoring the chances right. that he it's gets the, it is the difference between him and, yeah. and all of these guys like Ster that's the thing like Sterling like even this match like he was getting into so many dangerous positions and even his like you know he's he's one kind of one on one at an odd angle with Emiliano Martinez. We've, I know you see what he was trying to do. You see that he was trying to put it between the keeper's legs. Yeah. And he almost did it, but he just didn't do it. He didn't blast it past him on one side or the other. It was a weird angle. I know you see why he was trying to do what he was doing, and it just didn't work. Yeah. But it's not like that was the only time that he had opportunity to do that. It happened multiple times in the match. I am not like, I, I totally understand what you're saying when you talk about like, this like the the rush to get rid is the temptation is strong but, oh, yeah. but you're right with like as far as like what they have coming up you still look at it and you're like this still should be good for them like as if they keep if they get into those same kind of positions they're not a man down sure and it's against a team that's way worse than the team they were just playing you got to think that at some point one of these games it it's something happens for them and that's just the most unbelievable wishful thinking this segment brought to you by wishful thinking i suppose <laughs> wish.com thinking yeah. nice uh so i all that to say sterling i've already made my case for hanging on to him uh, i'm going to for better or for worse i'm also doing very poorly <laughs> in, in, in every that's week. so funny that's i mean you, you're that's i i sterling is one of my like I'm just a hard player for me he's I you love just the T-Rex. because it's so well no it's just a it's just like, nice seeing someone else I've who heard runs so like many you. people say when I've had him he's been such a disappointment or whatever like there's something about like like the way certain people have when they've when they've gone to him he it's when he's decided not to do anything yeah I've had the exact opposite experience with Raheem Sterling like every year there's always been a point where I'm like I think I want to get on that now. And it worked in a way that I was like, it made me so happy. So I don't see, I like, I don't see him in a way that I'm like, Oh, this guy sucks. He can't, he can't finish anything. Like I, I, I have so much like leeway in my mind for him and what he, like the way he plays and what he does. I want to find, a, I want to find reasons to keep him. And I keep like t again, the temptation for Mo Salah keeps pulling me in the opposite direction. So, and, and for good reason. I mean, apart from his price, he's doing doing quite. Did Gusto quite deserve? Well did week. Gusto deserve the red card? I think so. I think so. Um, and ultimately, it doesn't really matter. He's out um, for at least one more match, right? Um, so that that begs the question: Is uh, because obviously James is not fit uh, from what we have heard. Is Chilwell still? He's 
we, no. I mean, I don't. I even this week I saw there. You know, that was the that was the question. Every you know, kind of the there. Um, Chelsea's the fan sided blog. You know, for the the you know. Uh, yeah. I I can't remember. I forget what the the name of the Chelsea blog is on there. But either way, plasticpeople.com. Well, it was one of the. I mean, even like that. You know, that was the argument was made there of like Pochettino has to bring Chilwell back in. He's better at what. Even if you think of him, like no matter how you think of him, whether you think of him as less but left back or straight up left winger, he's better at what he's you're going to ask him to do in those positions than any of the other guys you're going to put in those positions. What the heck happened? Uh, the a great question last week was that no one asked Pochettino in press conferences about Chilwell, and, yeah. and so many people are like, "This is not an FPL only question." Sure, is like uh, FPL people want to know. He's your vice captain. Like you're not going to ask what really? ha- you're wow. going to ask why all of a sudden you're like not giving him the minutes. Did something happen? Like it's Ben Chilwell. It's not Cucurella. You know why he's not playing. You know, he's I mean? got a bad haircut. Right. There are guys where you're like, you know why that guy's not getting in there. This is Ben Chilwell who looked the part every match while he was starting and yet is getting hooked earlier and getting hooked earlier. Now he's getting benched and he gets benched again. Great question from, you know, one of the FPL pundit accounts prior to the week was, you know, is the only, like, kind of like, is there any reason that we think that Chilwell is going to start other than we hope he will. You know what I mean? It's not like, like a, he's managing a, minutes for Europe right. either, right? That's the <laughs> like, thing. That's the weird thing. It's the the most understandable. You were right to sell. The people who sold two weeks ago were right to sell. I wanted to sell on my wild card, but I didn't because I'm stupid. And now we're at the same spot again. And I now yeah. I've you know all like all the tenths that I gained on him are now gone. So I am now down. I am back down to the base value of Ben Chilwell, which is really annoying for me. And then also, like, there's a million other options. That's yeah. Like, that's a great. You point. have four Newcastle options that are better yeah. than Ben Chilwell right now. Any of the four Newcastle defenders are a better choice than Ben Chilwell. So that's the thing. Like, I, I would love to think that he's not going to get benched because Gusto is not there, but. I I mean that was they're not they don't play the same side. It doesn't have to be that way. I mean I'm I'm not sure what the solution is. Um yeah, I it's you love the matchup. You hope that it happens if anybody if you really are hanging on to Chelsea, but I I just I don't know what you have other than like regret. Straight up, yes, regret and <laughs> and like absolute like blind hope. That seems to be the uh, the way that Chelsea rolls, though, right? Blind hope. Just blind hope. Pretty much. Uh, Watkins. You moving to Watkins? No. I I think he gets, I mean, good for him to get his first goal. Uh, like, I, I think the, the pile of things against him make him a non-option. Um. Like it was persistence that got yeah. him this goal this week. Uh, bad. Also, it required a bad, you know, Thiago Silva making a bad back pass, and then even then there was still recovery. Even then, it still probably shouldn't have happened the way it happened. But good on him for sticking with it. And I don't know what, I, like, I don't know what else there is to say about it other than 
I'm not buying him because I, I, how could you possibly like if he, what is he, if you, unless if he, I'm assuming it's Holland and then Watkins is your second choice. Would you dare like now, are you going to sell Julian Alvarez to go up to Ollie Watkins? I, I don't think you would. I feel like most people are trying to find money to build up their midfield because of Sun, because of Salah, you know, or the, to go up to, you know, Trippier is expensive. Like, he or, is. You're, you're not getting to him easy. So I, that's to me, like, it feels like that's the, uh, that's to me where all the money's going. I can't imagine that you want to go up uh, from, even from Nicholas Jackson to, to Ollie Watkins, but whatever. I wouldn't do it, but that's just me. So what about Musa Diaby? Um, he's six six, eleven percent ownership. He's got Brighton Wolves, West Ham coming up. Are you moving to away from him, number one? And where would you be going? Is that is that a move to Matoma, who's also six six? Um, Matoma's got a, a terrible matchups c- coming up with Aston Villa, Liverpool, um, City. As the next three, mm-hmm. are you bailing on Diaby if you're a Diaby owner? No. Um, uh, at, I mean, I think Aston Villa's fixtures are turning the right way. Sure. For just the, I mean, look, I mean, I moved. I like I, I, I still have Alex Moreno in my team because I didn't do anything with him. Okay. When I wild carded him in, uh, it was a you know, again, uh, a bit of a placeholder. I do, I do, I mean, I do think when he gets, when he does get back in the side, you know, he was their, one of their most consistent, one of their best defenders yeah. last season. I fully expect that to happen again. It's just, you know, when way too early. Right? Well, <laughs> so it's just, a, to me, it's a matter of time. I don't yeah. think like, you know, again, like similar to, to Tottenham and, and Arsenal, like I feel like we'll say it forever when it's two good teams playing against each other, like the only thing that that hurts is the defense. You love the attackers in it and you love Diaby. And so even Brighton this coming week, like you love Diaby in that kind of a match. Sure. Because it feels like it should be more open. Of course, you know, the, the, the fireworks that you expect a lot of time don't, you know, don't always, they don't have to happen. So, um, anyway, yeah, I just would, I would be, I think I would be more likely to be figuring out how to get to Diaby than I would be thinking like, well, tough, okay. tough break this week. I would be trying to figure out what more, I would be more on the side of how can I get him than who do I sell him for? Well, you mentioned uh, their fixtures trending, trending more favorable. Um, we obviously mentioned the next three weeks of Brighton Wolves, West Ham. The following three are Luton at home, Nottingham Forest away, Fulham home, great, which are great, great, which are fantastic. I mean, so yeah, you obviously want him for those right. um, if you have him, especially. But maybe even moving towards him for those would be be an option. So that's good. All right, let's uh, let's transition to uh, Liverpool West Ham. Liverpool three, West Ham one. That scoreline's a little flattering. Obviously, that match was a lot closer and was. Nil nil one one for a good portion of it. Liverpool started terribly again. Yeah, it's they weird. They looked right? terrible. It's very weird. Easily, uh, it could have been 
I mean, two nil easily. Could, could, yeah, probably it, it very easily could have been two nil. Very easily could have been three one even um, at one stage. So yeah, uh, 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 going the opposite direction. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, very strange. Um, a home home crowd got them where they needed to go. A couple of Allison wonder I was saves. Say, if, Allison, man, him getting down. Um, yeah. Uh, you know that that quickly uh yeah. and uh, uh, yeah so check and yeah. antonio i mean those, so those... Check, that so check save was something else right and then yeah and then on the west ham side like of course it's bowen um yeah i don't know james ward prowse to me is still i still yeah. like him as a pick i still think he's a i, I still see that, that that's good i i don't know how much you're expecting sure. in a game like this but um no, Bowen had a. I mean, it was a virus. He, so he overcame his virus to score yet again. Talk about a differential, man. Bowen at seven point one and nine point four percent selected, and he is just having a season. He just looks yeah. the most likely. Had an open header in the second half. Yeah. Uh, probably, you know, could have had a bigger day than he even had. I, you know, I've still. I think Jared Bowen is a. I think he's a great pick. I know, especially for next week against Sheffield. Yeah, for sure. So let's uh, let's talk about Salah. Um, obviously, goal and assist. First of all, were you surprised at the front three? Uh, no, not with the way that they've been okay. playing. Okay. Uh, I I think it was the it, it was the three that uh, here, Klopp doesn't do anything without um, a a tinge of man management ad- attached to it motivation mm-hmm. he's a motivator and ultimately he pulls people um and says stuff when he's trying to motivate them and i, I get the sense that he has his has got darwin's number he's got him figured out and he's trying to get him riled up he's trying mm-hmm. to get him get him energized and motivated and emotionally invested in every minute that he gets um and it's working yeah it's absolutely working he looks like he's he's gonna run out of his shoes every single match now is he a even thought for you no i i don't think so he's too expensive if he was cheaper sure sure but he's just i mean the the first i mean the first the first domino needed to be minutes so yeah, I mean, even in even in limited minutes, you know, he, you know he's capable, but you don't want a super sub Darwin. You want starting Darwin. Yeah. So now, you know, if you he, if he's ticking that box, like that's that's a huge hurdle. It's a domino. It's a hurdle. It's a box to tick. It's all of those things. With all Darwin, the cliches. Every cliche you can possibly think about what you need from him. Um, no, but I mean, I feel like if if you know that it's him starting, like. I like that front three. You don't like Salah, Darwin, Diaz? Uh, oh, for sure. For That's sure. fantastic. And you know what? Um, Diaz looks absolutely awesome. I was going to say. He is on. He is. He's. He's got the form. He's there. And it's going to start. It's going to start translating into, into goals and assists. Um, he didn't get anything, unfortunately, this, this week. But he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like Diaz probably more than than Nunez as a pickup, um, mostly just because of of the the price per pound 
setup that's yeah. going going on True. with that. So just throwing that tough, out there. Tough midfielder choice. If you Diaz a huge. I mean, that's a huge differential for sure. For but, sure. But a reasonable, but a extremely reasonable price. Would you rather have Diaz or Raheem Sterling? Um, that's a that's a hard question because that's one of those that's one of the things that I've I've really looked at was because I would I, ask the same I, I honestly goodness would ask the same thing I mean you could ask the exact same thing about Sterling or 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 Jared Bowen and I honestly oh, I don't sure. know why in the world you would say anything other than Jared Bowen I I tend to agree other than the matchups they're just so much better for for yeah. Sterling now that said um. Diaz is gonna is going to be interesting starting in 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 week nine game week nine because he's got Everton, Nottingham Forest, Luton, Brentford, and then obviously City. Yeah, and so there's a that, that's that's just a good run. Obviously the 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 Merseyside Derby is 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 just fun, especially as bad as Everton is. They're gonna play out of out of their minds. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a great game. But I, I really honestly think that that's that's probably week nine would be a good time to look at um what your forward options are, what 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 Diaz is doing and see yeah, see who is, to bring see, in. This is the thing, even this week, like Liverpool not not red. Tottenham not gray. Attacking attacking wise, I am not even remotely concerned about either team in this, you know, the, the only thing is the home and away, the home and away thing. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like you look at previous results, like the, you know, I would just say like the Harry Kane Spurs, you know, it felt like every game could be one, one, or there was like those goal explosion games, or there was some like weird, like, like there's no Hugo Lloris, to bail yeah. out Liverpool at the last, you know, sure. at stoppage time anymore. But I don't think that matters because I feel like the goals, again, the goals should be there. And it's the same. I would be more terrified of you guys in after the break coming back to Brighton. That yeah. at Brighton for Liverpool feels like a horrible kind of game for this Liverpool, this yeah. version of the Liverpool team. They don't, they don't generally come back uh, well from international breaks. Anyways, it's just uh, very disjointed. It takes them a while to get in the game. And then you, and then really for Everton, like, would you really expect a tight game? I do, I do. Um, it's just, it's just the nature of the way that 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 Everton plays against us. Um, it is, a, it is a home match, but they beat us at home. Um, in recent memory. So, I mean, the bottom line is I, I don't expect it to be a pushover game, even though Everton is yeah. probably, I think the, the statement was the worst Everton that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a fair assessment of them. They're very bad, but I don't think it matters. They always find a different level against Liverpool, especially at Liverpool. Um, it's a, it's a tough match. It'll be, it'll, it will be, uh, it'll be a challenging one for sure. So for Salah, like five shots this week. I mean, you watch him. He looked great. He, you know, t- Callum Wilson took five shots. Like they tied for the most in the week. So he's tied for first two, four shots in the box. You like that. It goes safe forever. I want attacking Salah. I don't want passing Salah. So he had a big chance to score aside from the penalty. Yeah. So like that's another, you like that too. He created two chances, but they were two big chances, so it could have yeah. even been a, a bigger day for Salah again. It like, probably should have been. He was he was a little bit off, um, but yeah, it probably should have been more. So he's thirty percent. He's in thirty percent of teams, but again, currently ninth most transferred in for midfielders, which to me says everything about 
the, the difficulty of making it work because Sun is the number one transfer in. You likely, uh, Sokka's at 65 or 66%, something like that. So you already got Sokka, you already got Holland, you, uh, and then you're trying to fit Sun. If you put Salah into that mix too, you are really, really finding it tough, which is why uh, two days ago, Pedro Neto was a perfect, was such a gift uh, for the midfield at his 5.5 price. Um, he is not, he is now turned into a not gift for me specifically, but like the numbers overall, like this week, you like that he gets bonus points, but he scores a penalty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you want open play Salah. So you prefer the 10 that he got or the not the nine or 10 that he got last week where it's two assists and almost Open a third play. assist. Yeah. Like I want I feel like I Should would want that more. But like, yeah, he's still on penalties, so there is that. Like I, I don't know. I mean, and then the rest of his attacking numbers, like, he's very good. He's not the top. Where like yeah. years past he was like some in some categories he's like far and away. Eventually. The best. Right? Like eventually. He's it's gotta be eventually. I mean, he's giving you a return every single week five 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 eight ten ten yeah it's only getting better i to, to me i i understand why he's being transferred in i mean obviously son is cheaper and we've we've discussed that you know recently but you have to also look at son's numbers two three three twenty yeah. two 14. Yeah. He scored the majority of his points in two matches against Burnley yeah, and Arsenal, sure. which are vastly different different matches, so he's not doing it just against Luton like Sterling was. But at the end of the day, I, I it all goes back down to consistency, not just this season, but every season. And to me, it's just worth it to, to, to be able to count on those points and to be able to have a guy that you could captain if God forbid Holland doesn't start or play mm-hmm. or you needed to, or they blank in a game week, you throw it on Salah and you know that you're going to get something. You're not going to get, you're not going to get squashed. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a, I think it's a real, we're in a challenging moment here and that's something that I, another thing that I, you know, this is a, this is a pundit comment that's, you know, that's kind of ongoing this season when you're and it's the to you the sterling point earlier if you're getting rid of someone for someone else like it's really likely unless they're unless they're seriously injured which hasn't happened a whole lot you're selling a good player for another good player yeah you're you're just hoping to get the maximum from one good player after you've seen like the bad side of another good player and at, like the Matoma, the like Matoma people are feeling that one this week because it feels like in the last few weeks, the likelihood was that you were going from Matoma to a Manchester United player or to Raheem Sterling, or you were going to, yeah, I mean, even Diaby, you were going to, yeah. yeah, you're or whatever. Like even if you went to, like, say you did it for James Ward-Prowse this week because it's a he was a huge pickup. He went up in price and like. Yeah. He got you nothing this week. So it's I that's the other part of it is like I understand like moving on from certain people, but the idea like what did Rashford all of a sudden like yeah, he's not he's doing bad until he's not. 
Like I like that's all the only way I can say it. Like you know, Isn't I, true of everyone though. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, or, well, for a lot of guys, I just feel like you've seen it though from him. You know what yeah, I mean? Like no, that's a good point. It's not that you haven't seen it before. Like Diaby is less of a proven commodity than almost anyone else that we've talked about on this that, podcast. Yeah, that's we fair. didn't even like we talked a lot about Doku last week. Doku, another one who looked great was probably inches away from an assist of his own after, you know, yet another great run. Looked amazing in that match while he was out there. Subs off early. Wouldn't have been a crazy pick going into that match. Again, you're not counting on Roger getting a red card. So that's, I guess, all that to say, like, I understand, like, for me, it's the security blanket bit for Salah. Like, just keeps getting returns. All the offense goes through Salah in all facets. Like, he's... He is the most essential player. And, yeah, like, Trent's going to be back eventually. Like, I I would guess, are they going to just keep him safe until the international break at this point? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, honestly, I don't think it would hurt. With the way Joe Gomez is playing, it's probably fine. Gomez is one of those streaky guys, though. So he'll play out of his mind, and then all of a sudden he'll remember that he's not awesome yeah and make some bonehead mistakes you know and then just kind of spirals from there so i, I want to see him do well because he's been so so good for us um because he played that trent role mm -hmm. uh as though the role was made for him even though it was made for trent yeah uh, at least from the way that Cl that Klopp is playing it obviously other other teams play it. it's not they don't have the the corner on that yeah inverted wing back but all that to say uh I, I wouldn't be surprised if Trent, if Trent didn't play and, until the international break, um, other than the fact that he's just a competitor and will demand to be out on the pitch. Um, like, I guess I'm just not sure what it's going to take for Trent to be a consideration. Like, you're, I mean, it, how many weeks not is he going to say? Break. How many no, weeks? No and then, like, you know, to go back to that schedule, you know, I'm not sure what week you look at. Yeah, what week? Nine. You, it's nine. It's week yeah. nine. It's it's the it's the Manchester Derby, or sorry, the uh, the Merseyside, Merseyside Derby, Derby which, the, where you want you uh, you want uh, Trent is one of it's one of two things. There, you know, during during that uh, Merseyside Derby, he's either a maniac who is a liability or he's out of his mind locked in and unstoppable. Hmm. Right. And you, and it's hard to tell what you're going to get. Um, I just and, don't know what, like you're either going to have to do just again, like a blind faith kind of thing. Like he's, he is Trent Alexander Arnold and the fixture swings are great and we know he's fit. So I'm just going to go ahead for it. Like I'm on my wild card though, and I'm going for it. He's just too expensive yeah. to pull in he, and he's not returning anything. So I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you bring him in, but if you were going to, it'd be week nine. Yeah. So, all right. Um, any, is that enough about Liverpool? I feel like Liverpool, I feel like Liverpool I, is this week's uh, arsenal. Oh, it was supposed to be. We pitched it as though we were going to talk a lot about them, but at the end of the day, they played well. I mean, that's really what it came down to. They yeah. grounded out, and um, it was beautiful to see that they have a second team that can do as much as their first team, and they're interchangeable, essentially, Yeah. Um, with uh, Jada Gakpo yeah. um, uh, you know, coming on for, for Nunez and... and um, TS, it, it just it was really nice to see to see that happen. So, um, I'm I'm pleased with everything that's happened. Uh, I think Curtis Jones deserves a shout just from a performance standpoint, along with yep. Joe Gomez. Not that they're fantasy either of them are fantasy relevant. They're not, um, but they played fantastic, and um, it was nice to see. 
Yeah. Um, can we talk about the uh, the dismantling of Sheffield United? I mean, I guess like Sheffield's so bad. I, like I Sheffield zero, than, Newcastle eight. In case you didn't catch it, Sheffield is bad. Other Newcastle than, had eight different scorers, which is than, probably why Brian is struggling so much well, to find a place to start. Just that, other than Gordon Anthony Gordon having a handball before. Sean yeah, Longstaff's that goal. That was annoying. Should it, should that was really it, annoying. Yeah, Not only because he's the most punchable player in, <laughs> in the Premier League, but that yeah. was real annoying. Uh, and then Harvey Barnes, of course, getting injured, which is why Gordon was even out there in the first place. Uh, not much wrong for Newcastle anywhere. Um, points from literally everyone that matters except Fabian Scher. Uh, and Scher, even then, at least he still gets you the clean sheet. Um Everyone but everyone but Kieran Trippier and Harvey Barnes took a shot for Newcastle. That's so weird. Yeah, Trippier did not attempt one shot. Harvey Barnes was injured too soon uh, to end up taking a shot. I really do wonder what a match like this would have done for Harvey Barnes. Yeah, that's um, a great point. Because he's obviously uh, he has gotten the start here ahead of Anthony Gordon, or a lo- at least alongside Anthony Gordon for weeks now, and... Uh, yeah, I honestly, I'm saying Which that is, without really even knowing odd? what. I'm I'm not even sure what the injury was, so I'm not. I'm saying that with not caring, and mostly yeah. because he's not not a not an option. You just love him as much you as just w- Pedro Neto. I love him more than Pedro Neto, and I would say, I, I want to see the tape of the Newcastle Sheffield United in the alternate universe where Harvey Barnes did not get injured because I wonder if we would not be talking about Harvey Barnes as an asset selection. The fact that Anthony Gordon's price went up yeah, since this match ended is probably all you need to know about um, the way people are seeing Newcastle assets yeah. right now. Goal and um, assist for Gordon. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that he's probably, if you don't own him, he's an option, no question. Um, Trippier was not who he recommended um, from a Newcastle defender standpoint, simply because he's so expensive. He did end up with yeah. three assists here. Um, Sven Botman was who he recommended um, because he's just so dang cheap. He ended up with a goal and an assist. Um, did he end up with an assist? He did not end up with an assist. He ended up with a goal. Who, Botman? I yeah, thought Bachmann. he had an assist. Yep. Yep. Uh, he ended up with a goal, which is, you know, fine i guess along with his you love to see it if you have him uh again if you're if you the only person you're uh that is sad this week is um shower and owners which which you got the clean sheet so i mean you know what none of them are bad choices that's the thing even now like dan Byrne, did dan Byrne go up in price if not, Dan Byrne is still also a goal. He's four point five. Like Dan Byrne is is an equally good choice. Uh, the stat that everyone you know was out there floating around was just how bad. Not just that Sheffield's bad, but how particularly bad they were at set pieces and just you know multiple people had said like she- or you know Newcastle defender points incoming like right. Trippier's delivery. You know, Dan Burns enormous. Botman's pretty big himself. Sure. Sure enough, you know, both guys score in this game. Like, Dan Byrne is still, like, he's playing. He's playing for Newcastle, and he's 4.5. Might end up having to be the alternative. Everyone's, like, Botman's the number one transfer in, is now up to 4.7. But, like, like you're not counting on defender 
I just yeah. say you're not counting on defender goals. Trippier is way more reliable because, again, he's... He could get an assist. Yeah, he's, he, and he's on free kicks. Right. He's doing all the all the other work. And so and he can take free kicks. The fact that he didn't take a shot, you know, he didn't need to. What did they need to do in this game? Like, I, like I don't, I'm not sure exactly not what... Not get injured? Yeah, exactly. Way to go, Harvey Barnes. You but have one like job. It's like the most fun game that anybody can possibly play in, a game where eight different people can be a goal scorer. Like, what? what's more fun than that? I thought you were, were going to say eight different people could be a goalkeeper <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why my brain went there. Nothing would have like, been funnier than just at the end to why say, we, let's get that? let's get Nick Pope a goal. Because right. I think they could have made that determination. Hey, honestly, as bad as Sheffield played, they, they might have. Uh, there's really nothing else to talk about it except for how terrible Sheffield was and who plays them next so you can bring in their assets. Is that is that just how it's going to be, though? I mean, I, I just don't see anything changing for them. There wasn't a whole lot of there wasn't a whole lot of hope for them, um, which is disappointing. Yeah, um, they, you know they've got they've got two wins, which is great. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know what else is going on. West Ham comes to town, um, which. Oh, actually, they're at home, they're at home against West Ham. No, no, sorry, they're they go at, to yeah, they go to West Ham. Ham yeah. They go to Fulham. Those are fine. They host Manchester United. I, I just don't see anything other than trying to find a way to get whoever's playing Sheffield United. Yeah, it's just it's just whatever. I mean, you know, it's going to happen. It's just whatever points you can possibly get when you're that when you're at the bottom of the table, and that's that's why I wonder. You know, I I mean, I do. I kind of wonder with like. Luton, you know, just to go back to Luton and uh, and Burnley, you know, what you're not expecting to get anything from Burnley against Newcastle, but Burnley Luton, they need that. They both need that game, and so, you know, I just you never know what you're gonna get with that. It's, I, I would just think you're not gonna get an, a wide open game. It just the likelihood of that seems low in a game where really that's that's a that's a game where like. You don't think that you don't think that Burnley and Luton both are going to go attack that game. I would just think at as, some point it's probably like, the only game that they are guaranteed to have a chance at winning. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm not ever sure what like, like kind of where they see themselves, how they look at the game, and you know where they decide like which is more important for us to potentially lose in a winnable game or to get something out of a game where we should get something. So I yeah. I don't know I. That's fair. I just, I, yeah, I mean, I still think you hedge probably a little bit more towards, you know, you'd hedge towards an attacker, or at least the attacker who's likely to get something out of that. So that's, again, Morris. But all of that to say, like, to me, Sheffield, like, if, if this is the potential, like, they're going to just get absolutely shredded by someone like Newcastle. Like, I don't know, man. West Ham gets to play Sheffield at home next week. But get, you know, really, ser- really Bowen. seriously, Bowen. might think about Jared Bowen. Yeah. That's, it's that's not, not. It's not a bad not idea. Not a terrible idea. Not a terrible idea by any stretch of the imagination. All right, very good. Well, you covered all the game weeks. Did you want to talk about anything else? Honestly, I really didn't. I just think the the big question is whether or not are you did you use your wild card already, and are you tempted? Like, depending on how your team is set up, you had. I think it's just that you had such massive performances from known 
and like and like desirable yeah. assets finally like you had so many people like it's like one of the weeks where you don't have to talk about Manchester City as you know just they just had kind of a regular game they just they just flat out won and you don't like they were just kind of there everyone captain holland it was all of the other pieces like i said like i didn't have a horrible game week but i was below average with three of the top like three really good scoring midfielders which is what i want it's just that nowhere else was good all the other so for me like i'm looking at it now and seeing as like a complete failure of a wild card that happened wishing that I could redo it. And I can totally understand if you like, if you're looking at zero Newcastle defenders, if you're looking at zero Tottenham midfielders, you don't have Salah, which you do like there. And and then you have that tiny, tiny little bit of a draw toward Carlton Morris, you know, as an attacker in a double game week, like, there are some. There are like three levels of. There are actually three levels of decision making. Three, all three levels have a consideration here. So, um, yeah, I just, I, to me, like some of these cheaper options, like, yeah, I don't know how you don't at least kick around the idea of like, like I don't think it's an accident that two two of the top ten transfers in for midfielders are Pedro Neto and Anthony Gordon. They wore five five. Yeah, they're five six now. You need the money because you can't do it any other way. So that really is, I think the, um, I think that really is the big decision going into this game week. All right. Well, um, I just feel like with David not here, um, we need to we need to take advantage of him not being here to shield you from talking about Tottenham some more. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to say about James Madison or any Tottenham people? No, just pay attention to that injury report. Make sure he's not, make sure he's not hurt. All right. All right. What are your moves? What have you made? A, have you made a move already? Or are you still debating this? Uh, yeah, I have, I've already, I've already made my moves. Okay. Um, I moved Nico Jackson to um, Carlton Morris. And then okay. I move Chilwell uh, to Botman, uh, which is obviously a week too late, and I feel stupid for waiting. Right. Um, but those are two moves that I made, and I, I feel good about it. I did hold on to Sterling. Um, I, I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I, there is a part of me that's thinking about messing with Diaby Um and and moving him out for a while, but I, I'm gonna sit on it. I'm not one to take negative fours for for any reason. I just I just don't. Mm-hmm. That's why I suck so bad at this. Um, but yeah, those are the moves I made. Okay. And you're still playing with what to do with Rashford? <sighs> yeah, correct? like I said, I banked a transfer, so I, and I definitely have people that can move on. So again, I've got you know, it's I still am sitting on Chillwell. I have Rashford and Sterling that, you know, to me, I, you know, those are, those are expendable pieces to me. Um, yeah. And depending on how I would, you know, the, the plan going into the week was a minus four. So it was three moves to, you know, and Salah with Salah in focus. Um, but like I said, uh, now, uh, it would work. The way a minus the way a minus four can uh, can work for me on this is um, Salah in uh, for Rashford, um, 
uh, Dan Byrne in for Chilwell, and then I'd have uh, 5.7 remaining uh, for, a, for a midfielder. So my midfielder in that case, if, if it was not Botman and instead was Dan Byrne, uh, then I would have enough money. I'm not priced out of Pedro Neto uh, or Anthony Gordon or or like I could get a 5.6. 5. That one-tenth is uh, hanging on by a thread, yeah. though. So that's, I mean, that might be the way to go. However, like you said, to me, I still don't see, I, I agree with you. I think Sterling looks very good. He's the, the it's the end product. It's been close, but it's not happening. So I don't think it's a bad hold. And I, you know, one of the other options would just be play one of the other matchups, take a, just use two transfers. And again, like I said, I could be, it could be Rashford to Jared Bowen and yeah. Chilwell to Trippier. Yeah. Keep Raheem Sterling and then just see what happens. Yeah. Find, and then find that money some other way. And you could always move to Son later, like I, I have, was talking no, about. No, no, I've is, got Son already. Uh, like that's that's part of it is like You have Son and Madison? I have Son and Madison and Saka. So I'd be adding yeah, Salah right. and and someone, you know, whether I yeah, look, Neto's like that's the thing with Wolves. They're playing like, like all the like Neto's a top transfer in because yeah. he's scored a goal, he's cheap, and that was it. Like yeah. They play Manchester City this week. Are you counting on anything from Pedro Neto? Absolutely not. No. So, uh, but that's not why you're buying him. So again, uh, there are a lot of options here. So we'll find out. Yeah. I don't remember how the uh, how the podcast ends. I'm usually well, asleep. By normally, now. Dave would go through like how the podcast league is going, um, which. Uh, I I can't say that uh, <laughs> as someone who's uh, who the last few weeks has just dropped like a stone. Um, uh, actually, uh, league uh, in the FPL America podcast league, uh, Sun Sail Away uh, uh, league bow uh, uh, hanging on by four points at the top of the league. Uh, Holland Oats uh, Mike league Mike. Uh, had a big big week uh, yeah, 102 big. Uh, i'm assuming that's one of the top scores um that's a that's a top global score that's not just a top uh week score and it's just or not just well, a top yeah score. one of the highest was 142 that's insane just not not one of the top or definitely one of the top scores in the mini league certainly one of the top scores anybody who got over 100 this week um I'm sure, uh, yeah, uh, Trippier and Botman double up for him. He uh, held on to Foden, did not sell Matoma, uh, had Ollie Watkins. So uh, he also is a Rashford and Sterling haver. So this has uh, got massive returns from everywhere you expect. Except for those. Except for uh, except for those two guys. So, uh, so there are lots of different ways to play this game. Uh, and... Most, a guy the best way is not the way that we're a doing. A guy it. who scored 102 points this week was had Phil Foden in his team and does not have Mo Salah. So, Cute. Uh, yeah, and certainly, yeah, 399 points on the season, a uh, a smart bit of move. So, that's where we stand at the very, very top of the league. That's what you're chasing right now. Um, so, good luck to everybody this week. That's for sure. Um, I'm assuming you're captaining Holland. Oh yeah, uh, Holland at Wolves. Unless something weird happens, um, 
during midweek, yeah. Uh, maybe you put your vice captain on Raheem Sterling just for uh, just for some just for a little bit Don't of fun. Play there. games. I just said Salah's the vice captain all right, because all right. he's always returning. Uh, I think you should probably think about Sterling. Anyway, the only other thing would be uh, Dave will be back next week and we'll be allegedly back to normal. allegedly. We're working on guests, so you might even hear other voices oh. on here at some point. We're working on lots of stuff. That's yeah. the fun part. We are looking at we are working on lots of stuff. Ryan mentioned a couple of those, but they're under wraps for now until we until these guys actually get on their horse and actually do the stuff we need them to do. We'll get there. <laughs> get them done slowly cool. but surely. All right, guys. Well, for FPL America podcast, this is Brian Chesko. Uh Until next time.